Philosophy. Descartes. Debate. The Mepperport. 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 The awesomest discussion podcast in the history of the human species. Oh, yeah! In that case, welcome to Memberport number 125, February 13th, 2011. Our first recording, I think, of 2011, I think. Is that an answer of some kind? Is I that... thought you guys recorded once without me. Yeah, but I don't think it was in, wasn't it in, like, late 2010? No, I guess you're right, it wasn't 2011. Man, just feels like no, time it, is now accelerating. When you, have, when you have anniversaries, can you, like, add the things together? Like, like first anniversary is paper, so can you get, like, 125 sheets of paper? <laughs> or is it, like... No, or like three three diamonds or something, or what? Right. A diamond and, and two-thirds of a diamond? Well, that's true. Is there like, I assume this is, of course, not been ever been considered, but there is a 75th anniversary something, isn't there? Isn't yeah, there a diamond, a... I think. I oh, think I thought that diamond. was 50. Diamond no, it's like a really nice coffin. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Great. Well, welcome to everyone out there. It's been a little while, but we are glad that the gang is all here. The story has got a whole bunch of stuff you can't talk about in the show, so he'll just be going, um... Uh, well, uh, um, uh, and then uh, um, that'll be his his role today. But uh, yeah, but we're we're all here. And uh, I, yeah. I I wanted to uh, I just I have to say that um, I have something that I've, I'm actually really excited that we're recording because I have something I've been jonesing to talk about because I want to get the feedback of my friends here about whether who are both friends and men about whether my reaction to this particular event was appropriate for someone who is rational and a man. And and I think that'll be useful. What am I useful. supposed to do during this conversation? You're supposed before to pr- you contribute to the, the female perspective. <laughs> exactly. Before this happens, it should there. also be noted that I tend to have a more female perspective. So no, 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 it's Lee and I and... both sit on the sidelines. <laughs> so, so no, no, you will have the very sensitive male thing. I'll be somewhere in the middle, and Russ will be. Well, how are you? Russ, could you beat someone up in the background every so often while we're talking, just to give the, the just ask for some meat or something? Yes, yeah, some meat, some raw meat, every so often. <laughs> Could you do that? <laughs> uh, okay, so so here's so here's the thing. So, I want to tell you guys the experience, my passage through the gauntlet of the spa castle. Oh, now, man. the spa what? castle. Let me let me just set this up by saying that uh, we went to Clea and I went to the spa castle, which is in College Point, New York. It's in Queens, for our friend Adam Zirkin's son's first birthday party, which he was having at the spa castle. Now, you may be okay. wondering why a one-year-old... He probably chose that, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he chose it. <laughs> I was just going to say that, yeah. Everyone is kind of like, wait, a one-year-old at a spa? Well, they well, have pools. They have pools for fans. Oh, they have pools. Yes, they do. So he's, he's doing very well. Did you want to swim well. in the avocado? Is that what was going on? Or? <laughs> that would have been better. Oh, um, so I had no idea about any of this other than Clea had been here, and she said, you know, this is a good place, and, you know, whatever, and but maybe you'll enjoy it. prepare him. You didn't prepare me, no. So here's, so here's what happened. So first of all, you this is a big building, and it's kind of just sort of randomly in College Point. Like you drive down these side streets, and all of a sudden it's like, bam, here's this big building. It's like, okay. So you park and you go in, and they have these two receptionists who take your information, and then they have two separate places, one for men, one for women, to go in. Now, this should have been my first sign that there was Danger. some problem. Yeah, Danger. exactly, because all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute, what? 
So they give you a, a watch, okay, a wristband, basically, on which is a number. Now, that wristband, and this was the only cool part of this whole experience, that wristband will actually open up your locker, and it will allow you to get stuff while you're in the spa castle, like if you wanted to get spa treatments or massages, or if you wanted to buy food and stuff, you just swipe your watch. Or exactly. You swipe your watch, and then they, char- then they you know, add that up, and then they charge you, and you can pay when you're leaving. So all very, all very nice. And it's waterproof, of course because, you know, it's Spa Castle. So you get this watch, and you go into the locker room, and Clea says, and I quote, why don't we just pass through, and I'll meet you on the other side? And I'm thinking, sure, because at, like, a pool, you pass through the different lockers, and on the other side, you meet outside. That's fine. Except that's a normal pool. That is not the Spa Castle. The Spa Castle is a much different deal. So you walk into, I walk into the men's locker room, and what I am first confronted with is, first of all, you've got two lockers. Your first locker is for shoes, and you must get rid of the shoes before you go any further. This is part of the spa castle thing. You you begin to immediately learn that you are constrained by many things at the spa castle. Should we mention it's a Korean spa? It's a Korean spa, which means the usual standards of Korean service when it comes to spas applies. And as I'm about to tell you, that customer service is not high. So um, you go in and you find these shoe lockers, okay? So you put those in, you swipe your watch, it opens up, in go the shoes. So far, all very neat. This is all to lull you into a false sense of security. You close the door, you walk on, and the next thing you find yourself in is the locker room, where there are lots and lots of naked men. Now, Understandably, you're in a locker room. It's for men only. There are going to be naked men. But I'm here to tell you. I would argue you, that you would find a hard time getting a better locale to find naked men than a that, gym <laughs> That's locker. true. That's true. And, and, I, and I should realize it didn't strike me until this moment that I, I had never realized how happy I was to leave high school locker rooms behind because the naked male form, I'm very pleased that many women find the naked male form attractive because I certainly don't. Um, I've kind of gotten used to my own. I've had to live with it for many years. Um, other male naked forms, not so much so i walk in and the first thing is that i'm being brushed by by a bunch of naked guys and they're brushing me with things that i'll just leave sort of to the imagination i'm sorry is this is this locker room like a corridor is it like three (laughs) feet wide so here's the thing it's a big locker room brushed by genitals Yeah, well, it, it's like, have they lined up to like haze newcomers into the spot? <laughs> exactly, they line up on either side with their arms spread, looking outwards, singing a sea chanty as you walk past them. That's exactly what it I is. wasn't brushed by any Greg. female anything. Exactly, because I imagine that just like men's men's bathrooms, the women's bathrooms are always filled right. with beautiful flowers and fragrance and angels in the air, and men's bathrooms are all like these horrific places of nightmare death. There is so, an alternate explanation, which is that. Uh, um, Samantha Zirkin may have confused the spa castle with an upstate prison. <laughs> exactly. Reverse the directions, and you know, a couple of a couple of quick stripping downs, and mm-hmm. you're is this the spa castle? That depends on what you mean, cutie. Hey, oh, yeah, no. Exactly. Oh, ha ha, spa castle. You what a great sense of humor on the on the newbie. Hey, oh, I have the newbie. All right. No, why? No reason. I see they've given you an anklet as well as your typical watch. Why is yeah. that? Wait, what, why is it blinking? What, what is it? Yeah. It was Oz. Have you ever seen that? No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not, <laughs> felt like a bad outtake of Oz. So, um, okay, so I'm, I'm going through. I, I brush by. And so it's, it is not a corridor, but it's like everything is directed to get you to the spot that you're supposed to go next, which in one sense is nice. Get you to be brushed by genitals. Yeah, it makes it very difficult to avoid no, know, this, I, things. No, I... Look, oh, I, I don't care. As as cavalier as the spa 
castle's residents may be, like, I, I doubt that they're just naked and, like, getting in your way as you try to walk through the locker room. Well, like, okay, look, they're not, I, like, setting picks for me in basketball, but, I mean, they're just, you know, they're <laughs> it's just not, you know. So, anyway, so I, so that's I the first thing. Pick. So I'm just trying to, like, walk along and kind of avert my eyes without seeming like I'm doing it. Naked pick, that was cute. I like that. Yeah. Or, or if it's football, it's like a naked bootleg, which was more than a leg or a boot. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So I get to my regular locker, my non-shoe locker, and I open it up. And see, at this point, all I wanted to do was to go through and to find my wife on the other side. But you can't do that, you see, because when I try to walk through with my clothes on, I get stopped by someone who's like, sir, you need to put on your uniform. Now, that's how they refer to it. It's your uniform. Okay? It is a jail. <laughs> it's a uniform. So I'm like, okay. This is either some, like, bad outtake from Brazil or 1984 or, yeah, like, immediately I was like, what am I, in a jail? What do you mean uniform? So it turns out that they have all these, like, unisex shorts and no, they're not unisex. Uh, that's not the unisex, girls, unisize, I'm the sorry. The girls are in pink and orange. I beg your pardon, Boys yes. are in blue and white. Blue and white, just in case there's any question. Okay, once you get through the naked locker room, this will sort of reassert your faith in, in you know, sort of genetic differences between the sexes when you emerge from this locker room. So they, they you have to have a uniform on. So... I'm like, listen, I just want to go up and find my wife. I want to go. And they're like, well, sir, blah, uniform. I was like, okay. So I come back down, put all the stuff in the locker room, put on my bathing suit, again, trying to avert my eyes, put on, <laughs> put on all the, you know, the uniform stuff. No, you don't put on the uniform. Well, I, the first time I just went up and, dry, yeah, well, you I was skipping over naked. that. I was skipping over that part. I went up to, I went up to drop off. You were skipping off. naked? Well, the thing is because I'm holding, while, keep in mind, while I'm walking through this, I'm holding a present for a baby in a bag, okay? So I've got this stuff. So it looks like I'm carrying, like. the baby in the bag? <laughs> yeah, not the baby itself. So, so, I, so I go up with all my, you know, clothing on. I go, you know, in my full, like, non-uniform self with all these people glaring at me. I go up all the way to the third floor, and I find um, Samantha, who who's setting up uh, the party on the third floor with the birthday cake and everything. I drop off the present, no sign of Clea or Cenevine. I go all the way back down to the locker room, avert my eyes, change into my uniform. But you don't, that's the whole point I'm making, that you went back out again. Oh, I still didn't have my uniform. You're right, you're uniform. right, because I tried to resist. I, I forgot yeah, about that. Greg, I did try to resist. Two people telling him what to do. I did, I was it. like, I did, I do, I do, that's true. So I got onto the first floor, and I'm now, I'm sitting on the, I got out of the locker room. I'm now on the next floor of this, the spa castle which is beginning to resemble a little bit like one of the Kung Fu temples that we've talked about before, because it's like on this floor, you have several things. First of all, you've got um, the massage room. You also have um, an ice room, which is the temperature of which is like what, Clea? Like it's always 30 degrees or below, or is it like lower uh, they than They have that? four sauna. They have like six or so saunas that have different environments and, and temperatures. One of which is the opposite of a sauna, i.e. you're sitting in winter, no, which is what you just sauna. left. But I guess you want to sit there again. So you could sit there. Or you could go to the desert sauna quality thing, which is like 100 and who knows how many degrees. There's that. Then you've got all of these, like, these rooms which are them? designated. I them. No, I don't. I don't want you. These are designated <laughs> sleeping areas, okay? So they're places where you could actually go in there and sleep. Oh, yeah, they do. And they here's the thing where that's, you can watch TV or movies, too. Right, TV and movies. And here's the thing that's the biggest thing. There are an, uh, hordes of people 
in all of these places. So it's like, just imagine, like, everywhere you turn is a horde. Not not people, but, like, you know, a horde. Like, left is Are a horde. Are they naked? Oh, no, they're not naked by this point because we've rejoined uh, and when you go men and women the have rejoined. common area, you wear your uniform. Right. So we've rejoined. So now we're not naked. Now we're all wearing uniforms, like, out of that Apple commercial where the guy throws the hammer at the screen and everyone's staring at it and is like, you know, stop conformity. Now we're wearing those uniforms so we know whether we're men and women. And we're sitting there with hordes of people in either direction. If I go into the ice room, if I want to pretend I'm an ice cube, horde of people, horde of ice cubes. If I want to when go into the desert, start? horde of cactuses. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made this so much of a better experience. And like a story. secret panel opens up and Stanley Kubrick mounting yeah. a camera is somewhere. He's like, just keep going. Exactly. <laughs> no, I was I was waiting for that or for someone to open up and the dude from Enter the Dragon, Return of the Dragon, where the big bear claw comes out with a maze of mirrors and everything. So I'm like, okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, whatever. So I go there and I don't know where Clea is. So I'm like, and I, I don't know where she is. So I sit down to wait for her at the spot that is sort of the lynch, the, what is it, the nexus of this place where you'd have to pass me to go up there. Little do I know that Clea and Senevid have already been up there by the time I get up there for like five, ten minutes. And I see the presence, so I figured Greg had already been up with there. you in all this? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, she's with Clea, not me. Thank God. Um, she's, she's seeing she's, naked women, not men. She's seeing naked women, which, which would have been a better experience for me if I had been seeing naked women. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, I, so I'm there, and I wait for like 10, 15 minutes, nothing. I'm, these, I'm looking around at these random things. There's like, I just, uh, and I'm getting more and more frustrated. I go down to get my cell phone, which is in my locker, and of course there are no bars in the locker because we can't have bars in the locker room because it's Spa Castle. It is an all-inclusive experience. God forbid you be able to contact anyone. You are to be isolated from the outside world. So finally I managed to get a hold of her. Um, I'm not in a good mood, and she says that she's all the way back up on the third floor. So I climb all the way to the next floor and the next floor. Now, you still don't have your uniform on. Still don't have my uniform on. Now, when I get to the <laughs> next floor, Clea and Senevine are there, you know, having fun. So I'm up there, and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever, where were you, blah, 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 back and forth. Finally, it's like, okay, you need to, you know, let, why don't you go back down, and then you can get your towel, and maybe you can come up and go swimming. So when I start to go back down, they stop me again, and they're like, sir, you know, uh, I'm sorry, sir, but, you know, where's your uniform? And I'm like, well, I didn't wear a damn uniform. I'm just trying to go back down to the locker room. And I was like, well, <laughs> sir, you really should have done that because blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I could materialize a uniform out of thin air for you if you'd like, but I don't have one here. And I literally said it like that. Like I was in a complete, like, <laughs> not going to have it from anybody, right? Why do you not conform to the rules of our society, sir? <laughs> exactly. You Please wear this badge also. <laughs> you are a troublemaker. I was waiting for security <laughs> to emerge from the walls. So Clea is like, okay, let me go get it. I'm with, I wait with Senebine. She goes down gets the uniform. No, I didn't actually. Um, I had asked Zirkin to go get get one for you. Oh, really? So yeah. he went down and got it. Well, that was very nice of him. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So he went down and got it. Yeah, that's true, because you couldn't have gone down far enough, no. because then you would have been violating the sacred code of conduct, which is Zirkin, kept Spock Castle together. Zirkin you know. sensed an oncoming international incident. He was like, <laughs> Greg's yes. going to kill somebody. Just get him a uniform. Today, Kim Jong-il declared Greg Wilson number one public enemy. Well, you know, it's actually, actually, when I went, I don't know how he got it. He must have got it just from his charismatic sensibilities, because when I tried to get a second uniform for myself when I had gotten rid of my first one because it was too wet, they said, well, usually uh, they said, um, we, we charge you for the second one. I'm like, oh, okay, then never mind. She's like, oh, well, no, I'll give it to you th this time for free. I'm like, okay. So I don't know how Zirkin got the second one. Zirk, I'll give it to you, but don't try any Thomas Crown Affair shit around here. All right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
so, so uh, you know, so I get the, so you know, whatever, whatever. In the meantime, I swim with Senevi. Now, remember, as I've mentioned before, everywhere you look, horde of people. So there are. I mean, pools. what is this horde doing, Greg? I don't have a picture. I, I just, I have this like faceless image of like vaguely well, zombie-esque. See, horde I know. Of That's it. Locker and me are the same. Like, They're going like, forward and being like, avocados. <laughs> well, see, this is this is the power. This is the power of perception because that's exactly how Greg saw them. Really, they're just like you know a few people sitting over here enjoying a nice drink over there, chatting. But Greg sees them because okay, he so can't stand this place. Like a, a cabana. Yes, so we have exactly. Acapulco in cabana. You know, a, yes. a cabana in Acapulco. And for me, it's like I am legend. <laughs> exactly. On the death knell of the exactly. apocalypse. Exactly. 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 Okay. I think mine is more accurate. So. <laughs> she, she, so I, I, and that's the thing. Like, there's hordes everywhere. So it depends on where you are. Exactly. So when I, that's the thing. Like, when I'm down in the locker room, it's naked hordes. When I'm up on the first floor, it's hordes of people getting sleeping or getting massages. On the second you floor, you can't really expect zombies to put clothes on. To be fair, yeah. Yeah. Well, that made it disgusting too. It was rotting flesh and it was rotting in the wrong places. Oh, if you God. know what I mean, just you know. Oh, so. No. <laughs> so, so I mean, wait, has there ever been zombie porn? I think this is a genre <laughs> that we could possibly break into. Oh my gosh! Is that an untapped market? How big would that be? That'd popular be... genres in the world right now, together again. <laughs> and exactly, and and yeah, it would be just like a. I, I just had some images I don't want to bring up, so yeah, I'm just, just going to look at images. Two eleven done. Exactly. Okay, so so I go back uh, down. I get on the. There was actually. You know how I like it. Bread, 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 Oh, baby, bread. Oh, baby, bread. Bread, bread. Bread, baby, bread. Would you like me to put this arm here or there? So, oh God! So, so, and anywhere I go, there are these hordes. Is the thing. So, like, I go out. It's like it's cool. There's an outside pool with a horde of eight thousand people in the oh outside pool. Or I could go to the inside pool where they have, you know, little tables that are sort of like setups that you could actually have a drink from the aqua bar while you're relaxing in the pool of hordes of people where there's literally, and I kid you not, children with goggles and snorkels swimming around past you. That happened while you weren't there. There were three of them. Now, granted, it was right past a sign that said no diving or swimming, but that's not the point. They were all in there, and I'm looking up at a sign that says maximum occupancy of this pool, 25. And unless they meant like 25 was some variation of the metric system, this was not 25, okay? This was more like 50. It was like measured in kilometers, not miles. It was something, okay? Um, So I'm just like, wait, what? Like, it's a way too many people. Cetamine's kind of having a good time as much as you can when she's getting jostled and bumped into by the same people that were by jostling me in the locker room, except now they're not right. naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, exactly, right. Now they're not <laughs> naked, but they're just, now they're, you know. So, quick, I'm like, can we jump back to probably Cetamine's perspective of having a fantastic time? Well, yeah, because <laughs> Cetamine's a great... To as much that she could with her uptight, anxious, seeing hordes of people everywhere father. Yeah, well, you know, I try. That's the thing. So at one point, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm obviously grumpy. Maybe I'll get some food to make myself. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. You know, that's probably part of it. Maybe I'll get some food. Maybe I'll feel a little better. So I go to get some food. And they have such things as, you know, chicken fingers and hot dogs. Oh, wait, let me go back. They don't have such things. They of have very, they very don't. little in this place, okay? It's they have. Like alfalfa sprouts in a plastic <laughs> no, no. bag. Or oh, no, they were supposed Alfalfa's to have those things. Oh, but they didn't. They didn't brain. They, they were supposed to, but they don't have any of those things. They have none of the things on the menu. They're out of all of them. 
and then I swear to God, they have a couple of hot dogs that I can see on one of those like Seven Eleven roller things. You know, those things that roll the hot dogs around. And I'm like, I'll have two of those, and they're like, they're not ready yet. And they stare at me. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I'm not ready yet for. I'm not ready to punch you in the face, but I'm getting close. So, I. <laughs> this so, sounds like me. How is this? <laughs> I didn't know that yes. Greg gets the same way. When I was like, on. how can you get hordes of people but not have hordes of hot dogs to feed the people? Because Greg, they're zombies. So you don't need hot dogs. Greg Russ when there's hordes of people around him. Oh, my God. So, I'm like, okay. I have the fine. same reaction. It's funny. So, I go down to uh, the next floor. And there I end up having a reasonably nice conversation. Clea and Senevin come down, and we end up having a nice conversation with Adam and his father, Wayne Zirkin. Now, Story and Russ will both remember that Wayne Zirkin is a very, very nice man who is very interested in philosophy and many other things. But to be perfectly honest, it is a little difficult to concentrate on what he's talking about relating to his interesting philosophies about how Judaism applies to Buddhism when I'm still hungry and trying to get over the fact that there are hordes of previously naked, then wet, now also hungry people in the line ahead of me. And meanwhile, Wayne's like, well, and then this thing about Buddhism and everything else. I'm like, karma, goddammit, where are get down my face? Hey, zombies! Um, <laughs> just not in the right frame of mind <laughs> to have this conversation. Sounds so like you were Clea's, close. Oh, right you think frame. so? Yeah. So then Clea's like, okay, well, you know what? You should, you should just pop your head in and try a few of these places because you'll that find it fun. That was when we were leaving. So here are the places, and again, here are the places we could try. So I go into the cold room, open up the door, and find myself looked at by a horde of not ice cubes, but people staring at me like, why are you entering this room? We've been here since, you know, 1958. Why would you come into this room with us? We are a horde of zombies who have frozen here a long time ago. I'm like, sorry, wrong room. Back up. Then there's the other room. Now, keep this in mind. This is supposed to be for relaxation and enjoyment. So I'm going to go either to a 25-degree or a 125-degree room. I was asking if there was like a sword room where I can get run through by swords just to add on to the mixture. That would be really nice. That would end your misery, though. It would would, be, especially if it was a horde of knights. That would be a good way to go out. Please, this room, if you can't take it anymore, just, you know, stab you in the back. Yeah. So I do that. Finally, we escape this monstrosity, hours of just just nightmarish, ugh. Um, Not to mention, by the way, on top of everything else, not to gross anyone out here, there are hordes of people. Yeah, that that would be a precedent you wouldn't want to set. You mean other than the porno zombies? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, I want to go away from titillation now and go right to the abuse. The hordes of people are hordes of unclean people, or at least that's how I felt. I don't know how much clean they're coming into this place, but this place was so overwhelmed. I could see the bacteria on them. I mean, really, like, and they were already rotting. So I mean, uh, yeah, it was it was just disgusting, right? So I'm like, ugh. So I take all this stuff off. I, like, put it in the basket. This guy's going to go, sir, are you going to need a new uniform? I, like, growl something at him, which must have come up like, zombie, really go out of that? your way. You're just making this up. I know. He, but at the end, it was the same guy who had asked why I didn't have a uniform leaving. I guess he was happy that I had finally fallen into uh, line. Mm-hmm. I put on all my stuff, get all my stuff together. I go out. I pay. Of course, what I'm paying is almost $125, and that's not counting the fee that Adam had paid for everyone who went to the party because, like, you know, food is $50, and then, like, this other treatment is $80,000, you know. No, it was $50. Fifty dollars. I $50. got a body scrub. Is fifty bucks. A body scrub was fifty bucks. Right. I needed a brain scrub after what I went through. Do you so I feel leave. My skin again. I go to. The, <laughs> it's, it's very soft, honey. Yes. Uh, so I go. Did you go to through the delousing station first? <laughs> I, I was thinking that the, 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 de- the decontamination yeah. station. Can we shift back to my to me again? Oh, but your <laughs> your story is just. I uh, meanwhile I was having a delightful time. Yeah, like, meanwhile, you know, I'm sitting in this spa in this, this beautiful, wonderful, bubbling hot water, completely relaxing. Thinking to myself, 
you know what, this might be a fun thing for the whole family to do on a somewhat regular basis. We could all relax, and maybe I could take some of you for a bit. And, and Meanwhile, Greg, I'm like, Greg can relax in, in the, one of the chairs and just kind of sleep and nap for a little bit, and then he can watch her, and I can go and get a body scrub, and, and then we can come back together and swim, and the family pool was a lovely trio family. And meanwhile, like Army of Darkness, I'm like, I swear, the next one of you primates that even turns in my direction. <laughs> so it's like, so I go to the, so I go to the car, I'm, it's valet parking and the guys are just like, what, what? And they, they finally get me in my car. I pull around, um, wait for Clea to come out. Clea's just like, she just, she says that she'll drive home. I'm in a foul mood all the way home. Get home. The last thing I want to do is to have more water poured on me because I've had water everywhere in this what? entire spa experience. But I have to. I cannot have that whatever that crap was on me. So I wash the spa castle plague off me with yet another shower. <laughs> Feeling like a prune, I basically then settle into my sweatpants and shirt and just basically hunker down for the rest of the day. Now, my question is. <laughs> okay. Can I add one thing, Greg? Sure, it's quite a lead in. Can I add? I was quite relaxed. Yeah, Cleo's, as I was like, oh, my God, why would anyone do this? Oh, it's horrendous. Cleo's like, ah, oh, well, you know, I mean, it was, it was so funny. I'm like, oh, my God. So my question is, is this jet from the two other male representatives on the show? Story, who's man has to do with story who has more of a feminine perspective no, from the male point of view. No, it has to do with germphobia, not gender. No, it has to do with hordes of people, rude customer service, <laughs> food that doesn't exist, you know, hordes everywhere you look. I swear to God, they were pursuing me, too. I swear to God, I saw them as I was, like, leaving the place. I mean, I hey, back, come to the cold room. <laughs> we're filming the sequel. So my question is... Is this just like, I mean, do you guys, can you guys imagine being similarly uncomfortable? Is this something where if I had been female, I would have had the same relaxation? It's just men hate spas no, and women no. don't. Is this something where I, germaphobes, yes. by which I mean people who don't like six trillion people contributing germs when it's like five times the amount that any pool should be allowed to have at one time. <laughs> like that. I, I just I felt like I had been through a horrific nightmare from which I could never awake because when I was awake, it was time to go to level two and get a uniform so that I could get no food from these people that I uh, it, it was horrific. what would you have done if horrific? I, I guess it was good. I didn't take you to the spa when we were in Salzburg, where it was European. So there was a bunch of they were naked everywhere in the co-ed area as well. Yeah. So there's naked men and women walking around. Were there hordes of them? Um, what well, bothers me is paying $100 for the privilege of being molested by zombie no, hordes. But we paid That's what bothered me. You only paid $25 Why? to oh. get in, Greg. We paid $100. And $75 to get out. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, so help. Please, God. Please help. Um, yeah. I mean, I would not have enjoyed any part of that but and i'm i i don't think it's for the same reasons i mean i don't mind hordes i certainly am not a big fan of naked people in general <laughs> um that probably would have bugged after a while i mean i also feel like what i think would bother me about a spa and i don't know if this plays into what you're talking about is sort of the presumption that people like certain activities and therefore, you know, they will be. I mean, I guess it's not quite forced on you, but, you know, but there's just sort of a presumption of like, who wouldn't want to, you know, I don't know. I keep coming back to the avocado 
have avocado on their face or, you know, yeah, go from 25 to 125 degrees so they could immediately get a cold or, you know, whatever. Well, that's it. Like, if it was girly-girly, but it was very, like, relaxed and pleasant, I could have dealt with that. It was hoardy-hoardy. That was the problem. It was not not curly-curly. It wasn't anything. It was just... I mean, I don't mind being around people. Maybe you don't like people. I like people. It's, I just don't like a horde of naked to... people or, or, <laughs> or cold people or hot that, people or wet like people. Naked for hot or wet. If any of no. them share the same like climactic conditions, they're just right out. No, Russ, no if human 500 people. of them share the same climactic no. <laughs> conditions within a 500-foot radius, that's So really problem. what this is is you don't like homogeny because we've described this whole story is about everything's homogenous, everyone's wearing the same clothes, everyone's hot and or wet and or and annoying. And rude and expensive If they were more of a heterogeneous crowd, you wouldn't have minded it so much. Greg, never, ever go to India. (laughs) Or Sweden. Or Korea. No, 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 no. Actually, you know what? I have to come in here because I think it really has to do, like most things in life, with whether or not the the goal, the the good thing that you're getting (laughs) out of it is something that you actually enjoy. Because I've had to attend Gen Con now for how many years? Three or four. And if you want to talk about hygiene problems. That's a good point. At least there's yeah. hordes of gamers. At least. Lots oh of hordes. But oh. Greg could spend days there. So obviously, it's and, and, and you're touching pieces, game pieces. Imagine that, them naked and you'll understand my oh. horror. Ugh. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Now imagine if the if the Gen Con was held at the Spa Castle, and you'll get the point. That's exactly it. At least it's in a convention center. I was all ready to jump on your bandwagon as like a mild to moderate germaphobe and people hater, but then Clea brings up this brilliant point about uh, Gen Con and Com- Comic Con was one of the worst. Like I was looking forward to the idea, and then I went there. I'm like, this is just disease. This is all this, this, this <laughs> disease con. I will never. Be part. This is horrible. Don't, don't touch anything. Yeah. Like, like, that's how I felt. So I think I would feel consistently repulsed by by this story that you told. But I don't see how you can like one and hate the other, other than Clea's logic. Well, but, I mean, the thing right, is, Which so... is why I probably like Spellcastle. I mean, first of all, I'm not a huge germaphobe at all. I mean, I... Anyway, well, I won't go into the myriad of ways that I'm not. But, but obviously, <laughs> for example, crap off the sidewalk. Walks by homeless people. You gonna finish that? No. Shoes. Oh god. Only the souls. Souls only. Top of shoes will not suffice. Oh. All of my examples had to do with my three-year-old, and I was gonna. And I none of them oh. gonna be. Pretty. At least they're your daughter's germs. Jews. That they're not, you know. By no, proxy, anyways, those are your germs. You're like, I created your germs. Yeah, I, exactly. I, they're your inherited germs. Right, my germs <laughs> outrank your germs. <laughs> exactly. But I do think another part of it, because initially I was going to say that I think it's also Greg doesn't like multiple stimuli at one time. And definitely this is, wow, this is getting very personal. So I was going to say that, but then but then I thought of Gen Con, and I was like, it no, that doesn't work. It, it totally <laughs> has to do with just the fact of whether or not 
what you're engaged in is something you actually enjoy. See, so, I, okay. so me, you know, none of that bothered me because I was focused on the fact that I'm just there to enjoy the pools, get the top three layers of my skin schleffed off, and, you know, <laughs> relax. <laughs> that's, like you that's, that's like the thing. It's like the relaxation moments are not like fun things. They're like, and as a reward, you get to have your skin ripped off from your body. Like, well, like, well I don't understand. Greg, or you, you can freeze to death. Or he, yeah, this, it's very this would soft. have been Greg's yes. escape plan if he was not able to secure one of the uniforms required for passages. He would have had to warn somebody sloughed off skin. Uh, <laughs> right, may have raised germaphobic issues, possibly. Because, as you know, humans uh, molt in this experience, so it's not actually, you know. Lasers. Yeah, it's laser-induced molting. <laughs> oh, my you actually God. Can see, I can see, like, the skin, like, the oh. little pieces, you know, the sloughed off. Oh. That's how you know it's you're getting good. Good job there. I just, that's the thing. Everything they're like, this will be relaxing, and everything is worse than the last thing. Is like you can freeze to death, or you can overheat to death, or oh, you can man. be stabbed by knives. Like, I mean, I just don't understand. And and that's that's the thing. Is I was like, I, I as everything they were giving me, and maybe you know what, I'll go along with you a little bit on the Gen Con thing because it's possible that one of the reasons I don't react the same way. I'm certainly aware of the ridiculous lack of hygiene among game goers about game players, but part of the reason that it doesn't bother me, perhaps, is that I get sort of engaged in something I really enjoy. Right. Gaming is a hobby, and I love gaming, and so I get engaged, and I don't pay attention to it, but that's like, it's like you have a horde of smelly people, but at least you get to play games. Here you have a horde of people, but you get to be stabbed, or have your skin <laughs> ripped off. Like, I mean, there's no escape. Like, even if I manage to escape, I escape to a place where they're going to be mad at me because I don't have a uniform, and as punishment, I must go into the desert room and then be frozen in a hot in a freezer, which I swear to God, looks like the inside of your freezer. There yeah, are people really sitting cool. there. That's why I wanted You're to in a freezer. It. The, all the walls are covered with a thick uh, layer of ice. It's really cool. Had people been lying in the fetal position in, I, in a huge ice cube tray, it would not have surprised me in this room, had that been the case. And, and it, had they then been like, would you like your ice crushed or cubed, and everyone being like, yes, sir. I, that, that's, that, I, so that's the thing. There's no, like, my the favorite end, is the salt room. The pot of, oh, my God, the salt room. Right. So you can go, what is it, the salt room? Is that where they rub salt into your body, salt into your wounds? They, no, they, no, they, the first salt. you go into the knife room, and they cut your skin. Then you go to the salt room, and they rub the salt <laughs> as you go through. And then you go to the lemon juice room. Yes, oh, it's really amazing. <laughs> exactly. And this is the difference between Comic-Con, where at least fun is at the end of the rainbow, and this, where death is at the end of the rainbow. I think we need to get someone on the show. There aren't any of us because we're all gamers who feels the way about gaming that you do about spas. And you mean you, you, need, to, you need to get ninety percent of society? <laughs> yeah, basically. I need you know you need yes, to get all the people at the spa castle and ask them what it would be like to go to Gen Con because yeah, I'm sure go. they wouldn't be at they wouldn't be at Gen Con. Yeah. Well, They'd I mean, be like, and then I had to fiddle with wooden pieces for six <laughs> exactly. hours. While incomprehensible people spat out incomprehensible reasons why what I just tried to do was out of the question. Right, or that I was an idiot. That I picked up the rules. And then people walking by every three seconds where the smell of body odor is stench. But tell me the difference. I have to bathe with these people or I have to roll 20-sided dice with them. It's chlorinated water. These people are picking their boogers and then picking up the piece that you're going to pick up, Greg. Did what, that I don't, and then I can wash my hands. I can't wash my body at the spa castle. At least it's bad. Add a little, uh, a little tidbit for all the the other germaphobes out there who don't feel that they've been accurately like represented in this. Uh, <laughs> and in my this apologies debate. to you. If that's Scenario. The case. Yeah. So there is a there is a virus that is known as Molluscum contagiosum. It is a nasty. It's it's a skin virus. It doesn't really do anything. 
It just creates a bunch of itchy red bumps that are incredibly contagious and spread. It doesn't cause any, any other symptoms. This virus, which lives on the skin and can be confused with, you know, any other red bumps that you may have at any given time. If you go into a hot tub and you have this skin virus, you will give it to everyone else that's in the hot tub with you. They will all get it all over the place because it's just a giant bacterial viral soup. And <laughs> we're, all, we're all like, we're all like, Ugh. <laughs> like the moral of the story is never ever get into a hot tub with other people ever. No, see, that's the thing. I really like hot tubs. That was the other thing. There's also no privacy. Everything is not only hordes but public. Yeah, because Greg said he would be fine Ooh, with him if I'm we intrigued. had the, if we had the whole place to ourselves. Yeah, if the spa castle was like our castle, that's one thing. It's that it's our castle and eight hundred thousand of our closest zombie friends. That's the problem. I, that's that's you know. And Greg will go to you'll go to other where we where we rented those hot tubs in Boston. How right. many other people have been in those hot tubs? But the thing is, not while I'm and there. And how many other people have done? But not but, while I'm there. <laughs> yeah, but they've done probably yeah, but, more stuff than they would in oh, these, yes. these I, hot tubs. But I can compartmentalize and go, they're not here now. If the ghosts of those people <laughs> were around still and like they were replaying the last hour of the people who had been there before you, that would creep me out. I'll admit that. But also, you might have a chance. I mean, Russ, I assume this virus you described doesn't live for like, you know, 150 weeks. Like No, but go- it does live for several days on clothing, on towels, on bedspreads, in the hot tub. It loves the hot tub, and it lives there, and just waits for you to get in. And <laughs> it lives there, but it sounds like it's not that big of a deal. It sounds like it's not that big of a deal. No, because Clea can get her skin sloughed off and try again. <laughs> like, hey, let me let me try again, please. Certainly, let's rub this rock along you. Next, you can go to the the doom room. This is the acid room where you walk under pits of you know dripping acid until your skin is sloughed off. No, that's disgusting. Yeah, well, in the interest of <laughs> oh, unnecessary disclosures, I have had this virus before. Okay, uh-huh. wait, wait, wait. You're in a joint channel with all of us, Skype channel, and you're talking to us. Oh my I god, have your filters uh, on. Player on left. Skype. <laughs> Because it they is horrible. A team story. And it may be horrible just because I'm a germaphobe and I don't yeah. like other creatures living on my – now, okay, to be fair, I understand that there are like millions and millions of bacteria that live on and in humans and make it yes. possible for us to live. What I don't <laughs> want are viruses because I don't think there are any viruses that are necessary for us to live. If you know otherwise, feel free to email me a correction on that. But I don't think we need viruses to live, especially ones that make unsightly bumps on your body. And that if you touch, if you like scratch the bumps, which is what the bumps hope for you to do, then the bumps <laughs> multiply like gremlins when you put water on them. The it's, bumps are it's like, come on, come on, horrible. scratch me. Scratch me, it you know you want to do it. So traumatic having this thing that didn't go away. And like doctors, most of the time they won't treat it because they understand that it's impossible to treat and they go away in six months to two years by themselves. Oh, good. Six months to two years. That's great. I'll just wait. <laughs> But, again, but if, they, if they do treat it and they, like, lance them and put some astringent on them, they're just as likely to pop up, like, ten times as many as, as you lanced. So, like, they're impossible. They're contagious. You have to, like, quarantine yourself when you get this. It's horrible. Russ, did you get this before or after your joint pool in the Beverly Hills complex and you live was, was being used? Did you have this when you were um, – I didn't get it from the pool. Did you give it to other people at the pool? <laughs> hope not. Yeah. I, hope not. I mean, once I figured out what it was. Are you out of your mind? Have you listened to yourself? What? 
You're probably the reason this virus still exists. I know. You understand. I take so much self-responsibility for this sort of thing. I'm like, look, if I have to live away from the human race to make sure that this disease (laughs) dies, I will do it. Because I feel a responsibility to never expose anyone else to these horrible bumps Ever. We had we hadn't heard from you for a couple of weeks, Russ. Now I understand why. You're like, for the good of humanity, I must, I am legend style, go away from the I rest know, of the world. We just thought it was a new girlfriend, but I guess it was <laughs> just a new virus. It's actually a new virus. <laughs> new virus. Same thing. Same. Same. I was gonna say. Wow. So see, that's what I'm talking. But now you see, you see what I'm talking. But again, about, it, so these are just red, red bumps. But imagine, okay, but Clea, imagine if you had red bumps, but then what if your whole face was covered in nothing but red bumps? Wouldn't that be slightly traumatic? I mean, okay, not yes, that would be traumatic. Chicken pox, but, right? Yeah, that's somewhat traumatic, you know, As, except for the fact that we know what chicken pox is and we have a handle on it and we know it'll go away. Like with this, it may not. It may just hang out on you forever. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. You said six months to two years. Sometimes you will for years. Sometimes in medical journals, these bumps grow to the size of an orange just because one time it happened. <laughs> I, think this, I think this just happens in Hollywood. I've never heard of this before. <laughs> right, because no one can report on it to here. America because they're like, oh, my God, I must, I must you know, sequester myself away so as not to poison the rest of the populace. All of a sudden, it's something out of Stephen King's The Stand. Scary place. And just yeah. because a spa where people are having mud put on them doesn't make them any cleanlier or yeah. sanitary. That's exactly it. I went to one of those in, um, in was it L.A.? I don't remember where. I think it might have been in the L.A. area. I went to one of those where it's a, it's a mud thing and you cover yourself in mud. That Again, nice. it's like it really is like someone is sitting somewhere going, what can we get people to pay for and pretend that they like? Can we? Can no, we get it's them really to, nice. Can we put mud? Uh, how about let, let's make them? You know, of your own free will, have someone rip at your skin with a rock, and I'm not making that it's up. Not, yes, they you rip are. at it's it with a, a rock. Greg, it's pumice. Oh it's a rock. No, it's they not. They abrade your skin oh, until you... your skin is ripped from your body with oh, a rock. Oh my god! And then please give us a hundred dollars for it. And it now fifty dollars. Go have red bumps in this. I mean, death. this is also how some people feel about watching baseball, right? Yeah. Like, which is just as incomprehensible. <laughs> I don't think to Wait me. a minute. No, it is. They think of it, they could describe it in just such torturous terms of like, and then they stand around and wait, and then <laughs> someone throws a ball, and then okay. something happens for now, three hours. <laughs> like, I've heard people describe baseball this way. Okay? Yes, those Obviously, people go to the spa castle, okay? No, those I'm people okay, the spa castle. Wait, now my argument to what Story's saying has always been, okay, it's because they don't understand the intricacies of baseball, because they right. don't know about the art of it, and they don't know about the history, that it doesn't sure, – it's a shameless thing to watch. No, right. but now does that mean that if we knew all about spa treatments and, like, what type of leaf from what type of tree is being rubbed in your eyeballs, that, like, this would be a more enjoyable experience? No, because the more you learn, the more disgusting it gets. <laughs> the more you're like, oh, my God, it's even worse than I thought. Well, this bacteria actually goes in and joins with your currently existing bacteria like what it's like hanging it's like having sex with bacteria on my skin what are you talking about it gets worse and worse how much more are you gonna make up i'm not making anything up you you apologists they have you and they're like i swear to god while clea is feeling relaxed someone is whispering in her your husband is having a terrible time you will remember none of this your husband's comments will make no rational sense to you you like having your skin ripped from your body with rocks you will enjoy everything you will pay us 150 dollars per second it was for only this 50 dollars for a 45 minute massage 
Would you like to feel my skin again? <laughs> no, I do not want to feel your skin again. Your skin could be crawling with this bacteria that's rust. There's no explained. red bumps on it. Yeah, no. Well, do these things manifest immediately, Russ, or do they like you know lie <laughs> dormant on your skin, just waiting for the right moment? Sorry, my work is trying to call me, and I'm resisting via text. Oh, I thought the rest got killed just by them with the red bumps. He's like, well, the <laughs> answer is... <laughs> Sorry, I've actually become a red bump. <laughs> Hello, I'm Red Bumperman. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. The question was, what do they like actively try to turn into monsters? I don't. What were you yeah, do they, do they lie dormant on your skin, or do they immediately manifest after you've been in this experience? They lie dormant until. I mean, they're not dormant. The point is, they have little white heads on the bumps, and the white heads contain the virus. And if they're scratched or abrased or brushed up against, or if you have, you know. If someone's rubbing up against it, it wants to live man. on their skin too. Like okay. it's horrible. Okay, wait horrible, a second. Horrible, horrible. Wait a second. Now this is an entirely different thing. Describing red bumps with a white bump on top—that is horrific. That's an entirely different description than saying little red bumps all over you. What is the difference okay. between red? So they have and white? little red bumps it, with a little white head. It, because then it looks like you have horrible acne all over yeah. the face. Exactly. As opposed oh, to as opposed I to eczema, which is highly attractive. Is that is that the point? <laughs> She's like, I'm on board now. I don't want any white spotted red bumps. You're talking about red bumps. I was just thinking it was a nice accent coloring, but Jesus, add red and white together, and my God, if it was red, white, no, and blue, it's like you have know, the Fourth I, I of July acne. I, I don't. I can't. I, this is funny. I live in fear of death, but not in fear of <laughs> I don't like, live in these fear diseases. Of red bumps. You know, I just not in fear of life. <laughs> it was just crazy. So that that and it shows you that the first we haven't talked since uh, the, since you know an entire government uh, has been overthrown. Two of them actually since the last time we did a show. Yeah. And my first reaction is, oh my god, the spa castle. That should show you yeah. how horrific <laughs> this experience was. Or so how if, petty we are as Americans. If Adam is listening in, Adam, thank you so much. But oh god. Uh, Speaking of which, do you guys know that they're like going away for like six months? It's like out of yeah. out of the country. Yeah, That's they're awesome. traveling. Yep. About that the world tour. Yep, yeah, and Adam all, uh, managed to get it cleared with his work and everything, so they're going to the kids. And yeah, yeah it's so. really cool. So that's the deal. So anyway, so uh, so yeah, Greg, so that if was you really horror, loved me, you do that. The experience six months. Oh, I'll just try to convince my job. Can I do it? No. All right. Well, <laughs> I, uh, we'll see. Um, about a sabbatical, man. <laughs> I know. Hey, I'm trying. I've been I've been trying to to get them to do that. You've so, got to um, that's just you can so you can sit around and write your books or play your games. As long as you could take your wife on a. Uh, you know, the, the thing tour. is, I don't play my games for six months at a stretch. That's the problem with this theory. Hey, Greg, is having tenure like being a made man? Can you, like, kill a bunch of untenured professors and they can't touch you? It is funny yeah, how is it much... like diplomatic immunity? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's so true. true. It is funny <laughs> how, how many people assume that when you get tenure, you actually get a personal shield around you, so, like, you are invulnerable to attack. That's like... The... No, I mean, the only thing that tenure basically does is it means administrators can't be like, you know what, I don't much like the cut of your jib. You're fired. Like, like, that's pretty much what tenure does. So mm-hmm. now, if I'm a complete incompetent and don't show up for class, I could still be fired. But if I'm like, you know, St. John's, you know, assuming I had a problem with my institution, which I don't. But if I had a problem with them and I'm like, St. John's, I don't like this, they wouldn't be like, really? Well, then you're fired. And your punishment is you must spend time in the spa castle. Like, that That wouldn't, you know. <laughs> they are in happen. Queens. They, it's true. They can't force me to go to the spa castle. So that that is the thing with that. It's so that's really the, the benefit of having, of having tenure. That and the fact that, you know, all of a sudden I'm able to sit on all these committees that are like judging personnel so i'm able to actually sit on other tenure decisions 
and make other decisions about stuff like that. So it's a kind of strange experience because all of a sudden I'm part of the decision-making process. In other words, I'm, I'm almost like I'm becoming one with the man, although I'm trying to be fair. It's almost like you that. matter, is that what you're saying? It's almost like I matter. It's almost like I count, um, yeah, <laughs> as opposed to being a poor adjunct to these poor people that just are miserable all the time because of how badly mm. they're treated. Yeah, but my father-in-law has suggested what you suggested, which is that to uh, maintain authority in my classroom, I should stage a ritual killing, and I'm not making that up, at the beginning of class, and now that I have tenure, that won't be a problem. Yes. Because, uh, because it's basically a, it is, like you say, diplomatic immunity. I'm protected. I will no longer be prosecuted for crimes federally because of the power of the big T. You would just be staging it. It's not real. real. Yeah. Do you guys know that this is actually my eighth year at St. John's, which means it's my second year of having tenure? That's how long I've been there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Uh, Do you like to say how old you are, too? Pretty crazy. I'm, I'm 38 years old. When I was a kid, I thought that tenure meant that you had to do it for 10 years. Yeah. I did, I too. I did too. I totally. I thought. I just thought it meant like it was like a baseball term. It's like, oh, he's a five and ten. He's trade. <laughs> he's got a ten year. Yeah. I used to think that about two things. I used to think that about road scholar. I thought it meant like R O A D, like you go on the road and you're a scholar, as opposed to R H O D E S. And I used to think that active God meant assuming there's an active like A C T I V E, like not a passive God just assuming sitting around. Assuming the God is hitting the treadmill in the weight room. <laughs> an active God. And God's like, I got to lose a few pounds, you know. <laughs> that actually yeah. kind of works, right? Like, because if there's a hurricane or an earthquake, like, that's no sitting around God. That's, that's right. an active God. <laughs> Did you guys see the picture? Going. Warning, um, God is active. <laughs> <laughs> God has been away from like his computer with the, for... The lightning bolt, the black lightning bolt. On <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. Warning, active God. Did you guys see the big picture of the big snow picture over the United States that they had when it was we were in the middle of these snowstorms? It looked like like someone had dumped a, just a massive snow. Hur- it was like a snow hurricane over the entire North American continent. It was ridiculous. It was, this, it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. And, of course, the reaction people had is like, I guess global warming isn't happening because, as we know, global warming simply means that it's warm all the time, not that it but, actually – But that's actually not true because remember when we were in Norway, we learned about the mini ice age, that when you have global warming that that's what happens is you go into a mini ice oh, age. Oh, I know it's not true. I, I completely was so just I think pointing we can agree out to it's the It's a denies. badly named phenomenon at the very least. Yeah. Like global okay. warming is not teaching anyone anything about what – climate changes or it's global changing yeah yeah it's just a bunch of stuff that happens that don't all correspond to warming but i know that story's been happy with this because it means lots of snow and story is a big fan of snow yeah yeah so and i usually do too i actually i i you know i always enjoy snow and even though i've had to shovel out my own driveway and, and all that stuff this time i haven't minded it but i must admit i'm i was starting to get to the point after the last snowstorm hit where I was like, this is a little much, you know, because we were just getting socked over and over and over again with snow. So, I don't know. I didn't mind that. It was the ice storm. That was the that was when it was difficult. Yeah. That's yeah, true. that ice storm was pretty brutal. That's true. Where, did you that's... try to walk to campus to Rutgers through that story? Oh, I did. I, I had to walk home. Actually, I got sick. Well, I was a little sick before that, and then I got really sick walking home in the ice storm. And I took my parka off, and there was like half an inch of ice on my parka, like coated. <laughs> it was like a solid wall of ice. So you like, like broke it off I, your body to, when you got in. I had in. to break out of it. Yeah, it was like a superhero. I was like, and, you know, shedding my skin. Cenevine oh. has this puzzle that's a world map puzzle, and it has all the different continents, and then on all the different continents and all the different bodies of water, 
they have animals and marine life. And so everywhere is an animal or marine life, except over New York is the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Which is marine life. <laughs> Statue of Liberty fish. <laughs> everywhere else in the, on the world map are animals Funny. Or marine life. I, I live in the place where everything is dead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a there, reminder of people, like... And even the people are made of stone. <laughs> <laughs> because what has shown up in more disaster movies about the United States than the Statue of Liberty? Like Day After Tomorrow, like the Planet of the Apes. Like every time the world's destroyed, the Statue of Liberty is the first thing to go, right? Um, that or the White House. Or the White House. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, yeah, that's that's. And the good thing about this map is that they don't do what they used to do when I was a kid, which is where they put the United States right in the center of every map until people pointed out that that was unbelievably like, you know, Americentric. And I was like, really? And I'm like, oh, yeah, because the world isn't constructed with like America's in the center of everything. And then everyone else is kind of off to the side. See, there's Africa's kind of down there or whatever. And, you know, so at least no, they, but they put... do have the Statue of Liberty as the only non animal thing on the map well because we what marine life do we have but oil soaked fish at the oh, moment i mean me like really what, what is our you know no i think it's just saying that zombie new hordes York really is sardines. the center of that, the world that's clearly what it should be in new york <laughs> sardines <laughs> exactly story we should have a picture of a horde just right there I red bump sardines <laughs> you guys have heard of this uh, term rat king right where, like, rats are so closely packed together that they actually grow into each other, thereby forming a massive rat. This, I'm not making this up. This is an actual phenomenon. Pardon? Yeah, so these rats know, are so closely packed myth, together Greg. that they form this thing called a rat no, king. I think it's an urban So I wondered myth. if there was such a thing as, like, you know, besides the other typical version of a human king, what if there was, like, a person king, but they mean, like, people are so tightly packed together that they grow into one large human being? That's disgusting. Wait, sort of like Voltron human. I don't buy your premise. Hang on, you can't you can't go on to human king. Rat king does definitely does not exist anywhere. Rat <laughs> king, ridiculous. look, it's on Wikipedia. Rat king may refer to rat king. Folk Did you say it's on Wikipedia? Because I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> a rat king is a phenomenon said to occur when multiple rats are intertwined with their tails, with blood, dirt, said and something else. To occur. Okay, that look, is... story. Clearly the label of factitude. Oh, rat gross. kings are cryptological oh. phenomenon said to arise yeah, when a number of rats go. become intertwined with their tails. Let's talk about narwhals and Bigfoot and rat Narwhals really exist. No, no, no. I will defend narwhals to the death. <laughs> Here we go. Listen, listen. Awesome. Here Do it not is. conflate narwhals. You're like, what about a narwhal and narwhals king? Narwhals and whales and oil and, and rainbows. Okay, Here you wait. go. There was a rat king found in 1963 consisting of seven rats. X-ray images show formations of callus at the fractures of the tails, which, according to proponents, show the animal survived an extended period of time with the tails tangled. Proponents, According to people who look at facts. Yeah, all this is is that their tails got tied together. Yeah, it's just a group of rats with their tails all tangled up. It's not like a mass of Voltron of rats where they look... One rat becomes okay, the teeth king rat. No, it's, it's just still seven rats. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When I look up Rat King on Wikipedia, the only entry is Rat King parentheses folklore. Right. <laughs> the article is listed as folklore. Greg, stop showing the image. My God. Uh, sorry. Oh my God, that disgusting. is gross imagery, my friend. Yeah, she sure is. Jesus. I'm going to watch. The whatever you're going to send me, I don't want it. It says the Rat King destroyed and discovered <laughs> like in 1963. Like a zombie video without the pretense. Yeah, no, send me the zombie porn because I don't want to look at the Rat 
<laughs> Actually, you just struck me. That's what could happen Imagine at this place. At the, at the spa castle, you could form people kings. Oh, not, not in the royal form. What's going to get tanked? Wait, don't answer that question. <laughs> Skin sluts. Exactly, oh, Claire. Yeah, exactly. Question. What would get tangled uh, among a bunch of naked... That's right. Oh, God. Move on. Oh, Podcast. Greg wins with that comment. Spa <laughs> uh, uh, zombie kings. <laughs> you know it's getting tangled. <laughs> zombie, zombie. Being wow. And being like, oh, I'm sorry, I seem to have been. You just like keep like thrashing around and getting more tangled, and then you turn into a mindless beast. They're like, we need food this way. No, man. <laughs> Oh, what is that? Is that a naked... Oh, it's a zombie king! <laughs> O-M-G. You can only sidle around kind of sideways. They have to, like, <laughs> rotate the group, like, clockwise to get anywhere. You can't go forward or backwards. And this is why, and this is why the male naked body is just disgusting in all respects. Female naked bodies king. are not of this problem. Like, there's not going to be a, a... There's not... No equivalent with women. They just wouldn't happen. I mean... There could be, right? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what? Women's hair get tangled. They become the woman. Oh, that's, that's what he was thinking of, right? His hair. Not yeah. hair. Yeah, no. exactly. I don't think that would. <laughs> what kind of boobs have you seen? This, this is demonstrative. I mean, I'm just saying it's possible. What? And did you see them in zombie porn? Let me just ask. <laughs> You this know. is the dirtiest map I can ever remember. <laughs> it's really bad, yeah. We're just like gutter trawling. Uh, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. It is Valentine's oh, Day tomorrow. Touché, touché. So this is us being romantic, I guess. Uh, I made chocolate mousse. It was delicious. And she made this uh, awesome cauliflower pasta chickpea mix, which was awesome too. Clea is a wonderful cook. Even though she took me to this spa castle, but I drove you home. You drove me home, and I got you food and a, an outfit. They were terrible. They were they were not very helpful. They weren't. There was customer service was not, and that's that's. I I said this to dessert, and I hadn't thought about it until after I said it. I said because we were both ordering food at the same time, and the woman was not very helpful. And when she left, I said, "Oh well, you know, the, this place is well known for their lack of customer service." And he said, "Oh, I'm sorry." And I was like, "No, no, no. I love this place. I tried to come here like every." You know, three or four months. Because I've it's somehow a sucked, sucked down so the Kool-Aid. Exactly. You did a Zirkinism <laughs> to Zirkin. That's You're correct. Like, this place is known for being shit. I love this place. I come here all the time. <laughs> Tremendous. Oh, that's Well, fun. I don't go there for the customer service. I go there. To have my skin ripped off. That's why I go there. Come I mean. for the pumice. Stay for the nudity. <laughs> Stay for the Horde King. Yeah. Oh well. What can I say? So that's 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 that. <laughs> that's that and that and that and, and that. scene and scene and, and uh, that actually does bring us to the end of an hour. And so having concluded one of the more um, frightening <laughs> messages, did you get an reports, answer to your question? So 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 Russ, I think was Russ with agrees until, with me. No, but see, then I I made a very strong point, and he I pulled him over to my side of the fact that you're inconsistent. So obviously, this is not about germophobia. This is about you, pref- you know, not liking to go to a spa. I mean, as as the uh, the resident scientist, which is not saying very much out of this group, I would say <laughs> that uh, there's too many too many factors, too many disparate factors. We can't really pin one down. If you'd had a meal before you went to this, everything could have been fine. You know, we don't know because we know that hunger was played into True. the hunger, 
germaphobery, the lack of useless usefulness in spas. No, the hatred of pushy people. A hatred of pushy people. Yeah. Let's say it that way. Hatred, no, hatred of pushy hordes. So, and then Story basically, I think, is on board with me about this because, you know, right? I mean, I'm mixed, right? Like, I think that I don't find any of the activities at all appealing. So that would just annoy me of, like, the expectation of, you know, paying lots of money for something that's not appealing at all. $25 but, for four But days. I don't think that I would have just been like, oh, my God, humans. <laughs> Other humans. <laughs> humans. Who have different preferences for time expenditure than I do. No. Look, you spend some time with some hordes, and then you get back to me. And let me uh, you let me, naked hordes, and you let yeah. me know how that goes. Well, right? yes, and, and I, I agreed that the nudity would have been troubling. <laughs> I mean, I I never showered in locker rooms. Like when I was on nope, the baseball team, I always like showered. I always went home. Me too. Showered. I have game. never. Like, I could been never in a public shower ever. Ever. Will never. Ever. No. Yeah. No. no thanks. So, See, I don't... so that I that I all relate to. But just like every waking moment being torture, I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and well. but, but I will say I'm not rushing out to like test the theory. I'm not rushing out. You're not going to go with me, story. Yeah, no, sorry, I I will not be your my your buddy, my, my spa, my spa buddy. Yeah, spa buddy. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I think I could enjoy a spa experience, but definitely not in the setting that was described. Like, well, see, so next time you come, Russ, I'll bring you, and you can see whether I or not. I want to go there. We should do a live map from the spa castle. Clearly. Yes. If, okay, how if, about I just I go will, by myself? I am in for that. If, all, if, you, if Greg and Russ will go with you, Clea, I will go, and we will do a live recording. In other spot. words, under impossible circumstances, exactly. I will follow. So, so if the world changes and I can fly, that's okay. Because okay, here's how this is going to go. Even this is you Greg. guys going to be but like, hey, welcome fun. to the Bev Report. Here's me. Uh, that's me, okay? That's it's me. like a suicide pack, guys. Like, it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> And it's probably not likely to happen, but, like, you know, if things get bad enough, sure, we can fuck ourselves. So, you know, yeah. I have this image of us doing that and then over the, them piping over the music speakers doing, the, like, in the most sarcastic version ever. Wouldn't it be nice if we were colder? You know, that's what I imagine, just to make my, my, my life complete. That's, if that's we were what I imagine. colder? Well, yeah, because yeah. you know, this ice room, I was oh, trying to think God, of that. He's you obsessed know. with that ice that's room. I should never have had you go oh, look at yeah, it. I agree. I agree. So well, maybe well, I could just go by myself and like try to just maybe Russ can get, suit me up with some kind of hidden camera or no, something no, like wait that. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> and on that note, we want to thank everyone for listening <laughs> in and we want to wish everyone room. a nice, happy Valentine's Day. And if you have been at a spa and had a horrific experience or if you know of a rat king, please let us yeah, know. Zombie porn. <laughs> zombie porn. Please let us know. Thank you for listening in. Check us out at Bep Report 126 as well, and uh, we will see you guys later. Say goodbye, everyone. Uh, oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> that Lord, that was goodbye, arm. everyone, in zombie. Hand me my arm, baby. You know I like it. The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron, or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at MEPReport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross.